98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Burns and Gambo starts now. Now. Straight up to a claw on this Thursday afternoon. Good afternoon and welcome into today's edition of the Burns and Gambo Show. Here on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station, we are live from the Auction Community Studios. My name is Dave Burns alongside the one, the only, John Gambadoro. Hi, Gambo. Burnsy, what's going on? Man, all of a sudden, everything's going on. It is. It is. There was a little, a little shuffling of the deck. So you, Exactly. Is it, a, is it? Would we officially classify this as a rip-up-the-show sheet Thursday? Nah, or nah, I think just, it's just we've got to shuffle the deck. We move a couple things around. All right, we're, we're rearranging furniture on the... Uh, we're rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic here yes. on the Burns and Gambo You're show. Julie on the love boat. <laughs> A little shuffleboard on the deck. Uh, she, I'm not. I'm not the dock. I, can I be Isaac the bartender? I, I always. You liked Isaac. I, I liked. I liked Julie, and I liked Isaac. I like right. how Isaac during the show open always did the you know the two hey you yeah know, the yeah two things with the fingers yeah hey, I'll pour you a drink I'm Isaac <laughs> you know I, when I watching the Love Boat as a kid I'm like man I want to be Isaac that's cool yeah he like does the double index the finger c- point and boom I'll make you a drink baby let's go all the celebrities were on that show. Yeah, every like every celebrity ended up being on that show. Pretty much, like your agent would call you and say, "You know what's really big? Be on the Love Boat. It's a huge deal." Uh, here's what else is a huge deal: um, the division just altered itself yet again for the Arizona Cardinals. Burns and Gambo, the weigh-in, brought to you by Revitalize Weight Loss. Well, I guess if the official Rams website, therams.com. Tweets out a photo. Latest headlines. Welcome to L.A., Odell Beckham Jr. Rams agree to terms with receiver Odell Beckham Jr. I guess that settles that. Listen, you know they were... Did they come out of nowhere? Yesterday it was the Chiefs. Yes. The Packers and the Saints. The Chiefs, the Packers, and the Saints. The other two teams that were mentioned by some were the Seahawks and the Patriots. But it was mostly, you're right, the Chiefs, the Packers... And the Saints for Odell right. Beckham Jr. And now yes. he has finalized the contract with the Los Angeles Rams. After three years with the Browns, Odell Beckham Jr., three-time Pro Bowl wide receiver, tried to get traded. He is on his way to go join Matthew Stafford in L.A. and join the uh, join the Rams. Look, we've always said it. The Rams are all in, right? I mean, they are they're all in. <laughs> okay, so hold on. wait, hold on. They a didn't sec. trade to get him, but what do you what, what do you got? Hold, okay, hold on a sec. Hold on just a second. Did the change? All right, so this is from Jordan Rodrigue, who, okay. our former intern here, and she's now a terrific beat writer who covers the Rams for The Athletic. The Rams just changed their website. The Rams did? Okay. Oh, they just welcomed him. Uh, they welcomed him, and now if you go to therams.com, oops, this page cannot they be found. They deleted it. The Returned Rams to deleted homepage. it. Fascinating. Oh, man. The Rams sent out a blast on their website. Welcoming Odell Beckham Jr. to the L.A. Rams. And now if you go to the same site, oops, this page cannot be found. Drama. A little, a little premature. Drama. <laughs> Man, what the hell are y'all doing out there? <laughs> so the Rams, because, listen, I mean, the Rams posted it. Yes. The, the Los Angeles Rams posted, welcome to LA, L.A. Odell Beckham Jr. At that point. This is not a person in the world that's not saying, okay, the Rams just got Odell Beckham Jr. Right. This is five minutes before the show started. Yes. 
that the and then the Ra- the Rams post it. They got and now they deleted it. Ten minutes before the show started, there were two tweets. One from Josina Anderson, Josina, sorry, Josina, Josina. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. just told me he's still on the fence with his decision. Kim Jones from the NFL Network 14 minutes ago. Odell Beckham Jr. tells me he's on the fence between the Rams and the Packers. 11 minutes ago, Jordan posts the Rams.com welcome to L.A. Six minutes ago, Jordan posts the oops, this page cannot be found. So it went from Schefter saying he's going to the Rams, Kim Jones, Anderson both saying he's on the fence, the Rams post that he's going to the Rams, the Rams Unpost that he's going to the Rams. This is fun. This is fun. This is great. This how is like, did the Rams? How do you can't get that wrong? Yeah, no, you can't. Things are a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> you can't get that wrong. You're the Rams. Don't press. Somebody that. had to tell their what department handles that stuff. Somebody had to tell them it's done. We just got Odell. Go with it. Yeah. Like you don't go with that on your own. No. Somebody's got to tell you. Okay. You you got the press release ready. You got. Somebody had to say, it's a go. We got him. Green light, hit, mm-hmm. send, go. And somebody obviously jumped the gun. Now, maybe he ends up with the Rams. Maybe unless, this all ends up being for not. Unless the only thing I could think of, and this happens sometimes, it happens. You get a story ready, and it's supposed to like stay private, and then it goes, trust me, it's happened to me once or twice here. Here. Get this story ready. Don't go with it until I tell you. Just get it ready. And then sometimes, you know, different people look at it, and all of a sudden it could, it could end up live when you don't want it to be live. <laughs> that can happen. I'm telling you, that can happen. You get it ready. You've got it ready, and, you, you know, it's, it's ready. So when you, you get the news, you go with it. Every web department as, does right, this. As soon as I give you the green light, right, hit send. Right. Yeah. A lot of times I'll work on a story, and I'll tell our web department, this guy's going to get traded, this guy's going to get signed, this guy's going to get released. Get the story ready. And all of a sudden, I'll break, I'll break a story, and you'll see a full story with it. Be like, man, how did they get that? Well, because we worked on a story for two hours. I knew that this was going to happen hours ago or a day ago. So I've had our web department write a story, get it all ready. So when I say, here's the breaking news, that this trade just happened, you'll, there'll be a full story. And people yeah. are like, man, how did you get a whole story done like that? Because we've been working on it for hours. You just didn't post it. You didn't put it live. Sure, sure. So it's possible. I'm just giving you another theory here. It's possible... Somebody kind of you know hit the wrong button with the Rams and posted it live when it wasn't supposed to be live. It is, it is possible, or it's possible that I mean, there's a lot of things that are possible right now. Let's uh, this. I'm sure one way or another we're going to have an answer probably very soon. As of right now, the very latest is that the Rams have unposted it. So let's have this conversation before okay. it becomes dated. Where do we want him to go? If it's really down between the Packers and the Rams, where do we want him to go? It's a really good question. The Cardinals have beaten the Rams. They're a game up on them. The Cardinals have lost to the Packers, but they're a game up on the Packers. You could say, you know, I'd rather, you know, the most important thing is the division. If he can help the Rams win the division, then that hurts you. But they've got three. I mean, they've got Cooper Cup and Robert Woods and Van Jefferson. And How much more do they need, right? I mean, I, I, yeah. I mean, at some point in time, there's only one. But now we've said this with the Cardinals, too, and they've done a nice job passing it around. Look, my, I'm going to stick with my knee-jerk on this one. I, my knee-jerk reaction was I'd rather him go to the Packers because the winning the division is ultimately still the most important thing for the Cardinals, and I think OBJ helps make the Rams better. So my knee-jerk reaction, I'll stick with. I'd say I'd rather him go to the Packers, but and this was something we talked a lot about. 
There's this automatic assumption that OBJ is going to go somewhere and he's just going to make everything better. That kind of flies in the face of what OBJ has done over the last few years of his career. He has not gone places and made people better. He's gone places and he's been a headache. He's gone places and those places haven't won. He he hasn't put up great numbers. He no. he hasn't. And so there is a theory, and it's a risky theory, but it's an interesting one that OBJ, whatever teams he he goes to, whatever team he goes to, he might make them worse in the long run because of the the kind of the hassles that he brings. He was with one them. of the most dynamic players in the NFL when he was with the Giants, and he needs a fresh start. Um, and because the it just didn't work with the Browns. I mean, he played 29 games with them. He had 1,586 yards. I mean, that's, that's a t- that was a season in New York for him. He was so good. So he'll get a fresh start with somebody. It's just a matter of, you know, okay, but, but you do, you know, can he be a distraction? Is he, can, you know, can you welcome him into your locker room and he's okay? I'm going to be on my best behavior. I'll do whatever's asked for me. I just want to win. Or is he looking at contract for next year and I got to get the ball? There's definitely a concern that he could be a distraction. Yeah. That's a possibility. And we just don't know. I mean, we've seen guys go to different situations and be okay. You're with veteran quarterbacks. If you're with the Rams, you're with a veteran quarterback. If you're with the Packers, so you're not with a a younger quarterback who you may try to I don't know, intimidate into throwing the ball more. Yeah. Um. The uh, LeBron James has just welcomed OBJ to Los Angeles. I don't know if that means anything, or maybe he's working on dated information. But LeBron James, welcome to LA. Welcome to LA, my brother. At OBJ, it's go time. All caps says LeBron on social media. But again, and I'm just I'm hitting refresh on the Rams.com the Rams, yeah. and there's nothing there. There's nothing there. How about their Twitter page? Uh, let's see. LA Rams. No, I'm on the Rams page right now. No, they, nothing there. They're going to make sure that that contract is signed before they put anything out again if they <laughs> walked it back and deleted it. Just like Doc Brown said, it was erased. From existence. It was erased. 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 From existence. I mean, is Odell Beckham Jr. following the Rams? <laughs> <It's>, you know, <laughs> that webpage, it is. It's like it's like Marty McFly's parents. Todd Gurley picture, still right? follows them. Oh, does he really? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Who follows oh, the Rams? Wow. When the, we Cardinal, back, the Cardinals follow the Rams. Um, I would hope so. I, I, I would think that they should. Yeah, from a social media standpoint, if there's going to be any trash talking there. When we come back, while we try to settle out this OBJ news mess, then we get to the news that has been confirmed, and this one might more directly impact the Cardinals more immediately. Cam Newton, back in Carolina. Oh, what does it mean? Next on the Burns and Gambo Show. We get all the action, Burnsy. We like action. We want the action. We don't want to get up at 6 in the morning when there's nothing going on. People are sleeping. We want action. And here... We were all set to lead the show with what we thought was our top story of the day. And, oh, by the way, if you go to the Rams.com now, yeah. it's there. Okay, they put it back up. They put it back up. Story's there. So after a after a brief, uh-oh, should we have posted that? Uh, they posted it again. Mm-hmm. They've posted on their website, Dateline Thousand Oaks, California. The L.A. Rams have added another Pro Bowl talent to the mix. Ten days after trading for Vaughn Miller, the Rams have agreed to terms with wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr., 29, most recently with the Browns in 29 games, 114 catches. Well, Cardinals so get to play him twice this Will year. Will those guys just make up their mind already? Well, apparently their minds have been made up. And, yeah, Monday night football, mm. December 13th, Cardinals. Cardinals, Rams. Rams. OBJ. And they will have to play OBJ twice this yep. year. They'll have to, although the first time, 
big whoop, right? I mean, it, it's well, it's because Baker wouldn't throw him the football. <laughs> Refused there, to throw him the football. Was that. So it is official yep, now. Breaking news now. Yep. After all of this back and forth over the last 20 minutes or so, the Rams are officially announcing <laughs> that they have agreed to terms with Odell Beckham Jr. Just as this week's opponent for the Arizona Cardinals officially announced this morning that they have reached terms with their former quarterback, Cam Newton. Let's go. I'm excited to see that. This Cam will- back in Carolina where it all started. I mean, you think back to 2015 when they went 15 and one. They made it to the Super Bowl. I mean, he was, man. He's just he's not that. It's going to be exciting. I think it'll be exciting when you bring back you bring back Cam to Carolina. He was bigger than everybody. He was stronger. He was fast. He's not that player, right? right? I mean, just 2021, six years after that magical season, 35 touchdowns, and then he ran for 10 more. 35 passing touchdowns, 10 rushing, 45 touchdowns. I mean, he was, you know, he was that guy that came in, the dual threat quarterback, and man, he, he, in 2015, 15 and one, Super Bowl appearance, MVP, man, he was all that in a bag of chips. He's not that player anymore, but like, it could be exciting. Like, it could be exciting, could be exciting to bring him back. Could be. Here's Matt Rule today, the head coach of the Panthers. After we, you know, talked and deliberated, uh, I uh, went to my office, got on the phone, and I called uh, Cam on Monday night. Um, Asked him if he'd have any interest in coming back to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, he emphatically said yes. So he and I had a good conversation. Uh, we decided to let uh, his representatives and Scott and our people here uh, start to you know, work out a deal. He has never been coached by Matt Rule. It was one of the first things they did when the new coaching management group got there. They cut him, and he ended up in New England. So it's 20 months after they cut him, he's back. The one-year deal is worth as much as $10 million. Yeah, because he's probably got a lot of playing time incentives in there. I like, would think I'm not so. Gonna be, if I'm not the backup, but I'm going to play, pay me as a starter. Yep, he's getting $4.5 million guaranteed. He gets a $1.5 million roster bonus. Yes, the number one is still available. The question in terms of availability this weekend against the Cardinals. Matt Rule no, said no P.J. Way. Walker will start. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at all if there's some package where Cam Newton is on the field Thursday. for a handful of plays. I know. Thursday. I know. But you want to do that to him? It's a small package. Okay. Small amount of I, I would be I'd be willing to go lunch bet. That he plays at that least he one plays play. at least one play. Yeah, maybe. I, I bet mean, he's maybe. out there. I bet he's out yeah, there. Maybe. You know, I mean, listen. We, you know, I, I'm just thinking through my head, man. We we know a lot in Arizona. We know a lot about bringing back future, you know, former stars. Randy Johnson, mm-hmm. Jeremy Roenick, mm-hmm. um, Dan Marley, right? Yeah. Um, trying to think who else. Carlos Dansby. Carlos Dansby. Dansby. Um, think yeah. about think about what stars have come back. You know, towards the end of their careers. That, so I got well, Rand, Kevin, Randy Johnson, Johnson. Kevin Johnson. Kate, for a while, he right? retired. He, he, he retired. Left. He retired. They brought him back because they were short of point guards. I got Randy Johnson in baseball. Yeah. I got Dan Marley in basketball. I got Jr. in hockey, and I got Dansby in football. I might be missing a few people for sure. Oh, I'm sure there. Think are. about yeah. stars that like they, you know they were with you. They were great, and then they they came back at the end. Yeah, the uh, Panthers. Of course, we all know they got off to that three and zero start. They've lost five of their last six. Uh, Sam Darnold, the 11 interceptions, he's tied for the most in the league with Joe Burrow of Cincinnati. He's hurt. He's going to be out four to six weeks. And look, I I guess, really, I I mean, look, he's an immensely popular figure in Carolina. Oh, yeah. Uh, I I imagine the jersey sales are going to go through the roof. I already saw a picture 
of Bank of America Stadium where they've already got like a he's back up on the Jumbotron inside the stadium, even though there are no fans there. And look, from their standpoint, there is a gigantic race going on in the NFC right now for the last playoff playoff spot spot. for the seventh seed. And And if he could get him there. Hell yeah. If he could get him there. Absolutely. If he can get them into that spot, mission accomplished, right? I mean, think about all the... I'll buy you. I'll buy one of you guys lunch next week if you find me the commercial with Cam and that little kid. <laughs> Somebody gets lunch if you could play that commercial. You, you, you've got four minutes. If you find that, guys, I love that freaking commercial. Cam Newton and the little kid, who's probably, you know, 25 years old right now. <laughs> I don't know if he's that old. But I don't know. Yeah. I kid, you know... The, the commercial where, I can't even remember what the commercial was for, but the little kid's warming up his arm because oh, he's going to compete with Cam my, Newton. One of it's, the greatest commercials ever, ever. Funny. Yeah. That Cam Newton commercial with the little kid. But listen, this makes sense. They got no quarterback. They've got no quarterback. I mean, listen, P.J. Walker, the only reason he's in the NFL is because Matt Rule was his coach at Temple. The guy went undrafted. He did explode in the XFL. But, like, he's probably only in the NFL right now because Matt Rule coached him in Temple and they went to a couple bowl games together. But he was an undrafted kid. And he's not their future answer. And they no. know Sam Darnold's not their future. You, Eric, you got it? Eric's very hungry. He All right, found it. Let's go. Hey, Cam, thanks a lot for coming to my school today. No problem, Nate. I promise to exercise and eat right. Don't forget 60 minutes of play a day, right? And I'll grow up to be big and strong like you. Absolutely. And play in the NFL. Yes, sir. And be drafted number one. Maybe. And become the starting quarterback of the Panthers. <laughs> okay. You can be my backup. Excuse me? And make Panthers fans forget about you. What? And become your mom's favorite player. Whoa. <laughs> I'm just loosening my arm. <laughs> oh, man. oh, I missed that. Oh, my God, I missed that. That's a really good commercial. Is that a... I forgot I'm how good your that mom's favorite is. player? <laughs> You'll be my backup? What? Oh, man. That is a... Now, tell me the truth, because you guys... Eric, did you ever hear that commercial? That's one of my favorite commercials. Okay. That's okay. such okay. a good, good... Like, I knew... Ex- before you even finished the sentence, oh, I knew exactly what you It's one of the about. greatest commercials ever. That's ever. You get a free lunch next week. That's free good. lunch you get. Woo! Free lunch. Wow. Woo. You get lunch Shout on Shout out Nate. Cam Newton. <laughs> Find that funny that commercial, which I, I love that commercial. Thank you, Cam Newton. So we'll see what it means for this week. I, 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 again, I got Matt Rule on the record saying P.J. Walker is still my starter. Let's see. Um, P.J. Walker is still starting, according to Matt Rule, uh, but Rule not ruling out Cam Newton at least playing this week. Lots of smiles around the Panthers report as they reported for practice today, the Cam Newton news, though there are only, this will interest you, Joe Person is the beat writer covers the Panthers for the Athletic. By my count, the Panthers have 14 guys left on the roster who played with Cam. That many? That uh, I, that many, that few, depending on your perspective. Yeah. It's been 20 months, and in 20 months, they have 14 guys remaining on the roster who played with Cam Newton. See, I looked at that number, and I said, that's it? I, th- I thought that was... I like Cam as a quarterback. I always liked him. Beware how he can impact this game on Sunday. When I, uh, when I, when I, and I'll just, just give you a hint here. The year that I played fantasy football with you guys and I won it, that was my quarterback. That's my quarterback. Cam was my quarterback. That's my quarterback. Not my backup. (laughs) He, he was my, he was my quarterback. He he was the reason why you won. Was he your mom's favorite player? (laughs) He was my mom's favorite player. (laughs) My mom's favorite player was Johnny Bench. Really? 
That was my mom's favorite play. It was Johnny Bench. All right. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton is back with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Mitch will have an update on the Cardinals injury situation. It's still a lengthy list coming up in the Sports Center update. When we come back, thank you, Cam Newton, but also thank you, Frank the Tank. That's next on the Burns and Gambo Show. The Burns and Gambo Need to Know Twitter poll presented by Sanderson Ford. This is something we're going to be talking about later on in the show with the return of Hassan Reddick at State Farm Stadium as he and the Panthers take on the cards on Sunday. Yes. Um, but he is on a one-year deal with the Carolina Panthers. will be a free agent. Could be in line to make himself a lot of money. So, Mitch... What do you have for our Twitter poll question of the day today? Yeah, it was kind of a question that Gambo posed during show prep today when we were talking about a discussion that you guys will have on Hassan Reddick later with his return as a member of the Panthers to State Farm Stadium. We're asking you, who would you rather have as the main pass rusher next season on the Cardinals? And there's only two options. Mm-hmm. It's Hassan Reddick or it's Chandler Jones. Uh, just a hint here. I didn't just come up with this topic, like, you know, out of nowhere and pulled it out of the sky. Just a hint. Okay. That's all. <laughs> you think in we'll a potential about, reunion? Well, we're going, okay. to, we're going okay. to talk about this later, so I don't want to give away too much. Uh, but, okay. 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 You know, Hassan Reddick or Chandler Jones, it's, you know, it's just not a made-up thing. So, what's your answer to the question? Hassan Reddick. Pay Chandler Jones, pay Hassan Reddick. I'd pay rather money. Por qué no los dos? I'd rather pay Hassan Reddick. Okay. Survey the, says the audience does not want to primarily pay Hassan Reddick. They really, really want to pay Chandler Jones. Seventy-two point eight percent say wow. Chandler Woo! Jones. I'm surprised by that. Twenty-seven point two percent say Hassan Reddick. I'm not like usually five-year age difference. I think I'm not usually surprised by the results. I'm surprised by the results today. I I'm, think I'm for a lot of people, it's just. The Chandler devil you Jones. know versus Hassan the devil you don't. Just turned twenty-seven. He did. He just turned twenty-seven. But there is, of, uh, I mean, <clears throat> people might still have questions about the reliability of Hassan Reddick. I mean, he was a, a one-year wonder last year. Got didn't get a contract that was great. Kind of prove it deal again. He's having another good year this year. Is there still a level of uncertainty? about Hassan, whereas Chandler Jones is the leading mm. sacker in the history of the Cardinals organization. I don't know. I'm just trying to explain why that would yeah. be so lopsided. It's a question of who you pay. You know who you don't pay? You don't pay to Perryman. Well, don't ever pay to Perryman. We've established we that. We have established yeah. that. Yeah. Don't yeah. pay to Perryman. Nope, we have uh, established that. That's the poll question. You can find it on the Burns and Gambo Twitter page. First ball over on the right side. Da. Gets it out to Kaminsky. Three-pointer. Shazam! It's a Frank Kaminsky show tonight. <laughs> Woo, everybody's Frank. excited about Frank the Tank. Come on. All Suns players should uh, want a spot on the Burns and Gambo show after Frank I was had, on with us on Tuesday. I had people texting, can you have him on every game if he's going to play like I that? Know. Oh, I yeah, just maybe. think we should. Have, we, we need Jay Crowder on next, and then we need to get Cam yeah. Johnson on, and we'll get this team right one interview at a time. A career high thirty-one points for Frank Kaminsky last night on only eighteen shots. He was twelve of eighteen from the floor. A game high plus twelve when he was on the floor. Yeah, he was great. He carried them in big, long stretches of that game last night, especially in the third quarter. Where it felt like he was the only one out there making baskets for well, him. Well, yeah, you know, Portland made a little bit of a move. They cut the Suns' lead to five. It was 69-64, and then Frank scored on a floater, and then he hit a three-pointer, and then he scored on a follow-off of a cam miss, and the lead was back up to 82-73. So it was a five-point lead, 
And then Frank had those three baskets, and they were they were back up by nine to kind of reestablish himself. And then you know you could even go to uh, you know the fourth quarter. The Suns kind of put it away. I thought when Jay hit a three, and then Frank scored on an up and under, and then he banked in a pass from McHale. It was part of a 12-5 spurt that put the game away 105-94. He had two big baskets there. But I do think his best play was in the first half. Hits a three-pointer with three and a half left. The Suns are up by 10. He had a dunk off a pass from Cameron Payne. He followed that with a three-point play. When he sank a a jump hook over Powell and got fouled, then he added two free throws. And then he took the next shot. He had made all those baskets in a row. His next shot was the three, and that house was ready to come down. It was. He, he and he had, missed it, but the house was ready to come he down. He had him eating out of the palm of his hand at that point. Yeah, yeah, it was like a 14-8 run in the second quarter, and he was responsible for 12 of the 18. He, he, he even said after the game in the third quarter, he played almost the entire third quarter, he said, I will never ask to be subbed out of a game, but, man, I was tired at the end of that <laughs> third quarter. I was absolutely gassed um here's Kaminsky after the game talking about his career night I, I still don't think it's really hit me yet but um it's just like I said last time you know it's just a mindset go out there and play as hard as you can be ready for anything you never know when your opportunities are gonna come so you got to make the most of them and I'm just trying to make the most of my opportunity here so you know it all just goes into preparation and staying ready and keeping the same mental approach to every day um, try to stay level, never too high, never too low, and just keep going with that. And they really needed him last night, too. Devin Booker, 5 of 15 from the floor. He only had 12 points. Uh, once you get past, Frank was the high scorer. Paul had 21. The next highest scorer after Chris Paul was JaVel McGee with 14. Yeah. So there, there was really... They needed him. Uh, they needed him bad I felt like I was watch- I felt like I was back watching Wisconsin basketball where Frank was the dominant player on the Funny team. Funny that you say that. The 31 points he scored last night, the second most Kaminsky has scored in any NBA or college game. The only game he scored more in was when he had 43 as a junior at Wisconsin. I felt like I was watching Wisconsin basketball. Kaminsky with a three. Kaminsky with a three-point play. Kaminsky with a foul line. Kaminsky with a jump hook. Kaminsky. That was watching Wisconsin play when Frank and Sam Decker and those guys made it to two finals in a row. Chris Paul after the game on why Frank had such a big moment. I don't think any one thing specific. You know what I mean? Like I say, he just know how to play. You know, if, if guys trap you, he know how to get out and get in the pocket. He know how to make the next pass. Frank just know how to play. Monty, trying to figure out how to keep Frank in the rotation when DeAndre Ayton returns. Kevin and I sit down and we do the rotations. We don't always have to cookie cut it, but it does help us when we're trying to sub guys in and out so they have a rhythm. But I think we have to um, – I don't, I don't want to hold myself to it because you guys always remind me of what I said, like it's the Chronicles or something like that. But <laughs> I think we, we have to try to find a way for him – to be on the floor even when we get D.A. back. And the cool part is JaVale's playing well. And so you have, you know, three bigs that you can play. It may make us fresher to cut D.A.'s minutes some so he doesn't have to play 35 to 36. You know, maybe he plays 27, 28, and then we can try to split up the other minutes. So I have to look at that and see if it fits. But I, he has made it really hard on us. Can you play him a power forward? Could. Can you play him at some power forward? Could. If you're looking for touches, if you're looking for minutes, if you're looking for opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could. Could. Uh, he could play power forward. He could play center. Yeah. You uh, could, I mean, you want to, you know, he's he's got a legitimate chance to be the most improved player of the year. He's got a legitimate chance the way he's playing right now. Yeah. His numbers are up over last year, and he's just he's been a big contributor. And if they're going to play him more, he's got a shot. I think, I think he's got a shot. 
as long as the minutes stay steady for him, you know, and if if they take a big hit when Aiton comes back, then I think any most improved player opportunities take a hit with the minutes when they when they start to diminish a little bit. But yeah, if he continues to get time, this is you know this is a they say the cliche in sports a good problem to have. This is one of those good problems to have because not only do you have JaVel McGee playing well backing up DeAndre Ayton, now you have Frank Kaminsky playing well backing up DeAndre Ayton, and he has, he has shown now, Frank, that defensively he's not as big as a liability as he used to be. That's the most important part with Frank because there were times, we talked about this yesterday, there were times where you put him on the floor and he's such a liability out there, you just can't afford to have him out there. As long as that's fixed offensively, man, he plays the pick and roll with Chris Paul and the Suns ball handlers as well as anybody. Yeah, he's he's got very nice touch smart around the there. basket, right? With everything, whether it's a little jump hook or a little scoop shot or floater, like he's got a he's got a good touch, you know, inside the paint around the basket. He doesn't have to get he doesn't have to be DeAndre where he's got to be right at the rim. You know, he could score in a lot of different areas away from the rim. So you, you I do like that part about his game. All of last season, Frank Kaminsky had 310 total points. He's already got 74 this year, and they've played 10 games. Oh, by the way, Phoenix Suns have now won six in a row. Uh, they're 7-3 and three on the season. They, of course, as I no doubt you know by now, they beat the Blazers 119-109. to the, the Blazers missed their first. They were 0-13 from three-point range at the yeah. half. Oh, yeah. 0-13 yeah. at the half. Couldn't find was, a basket. It was tough to watch. They got better in the second half. You knew that it would. Uh, but it was a struggle for them early in that game. When we come back, Vance Joseph has garnered a lot of traction as a future head coach, potentially again in this league. What about the head coach he's with now? Could he want to stay just to be with Cliff? We'll talk about that coming up. Burns and Gambo. The injury report for the Cardinals today, and it was a whopper. There were a lot of names on it. Here are your guys who did not practice. Buda Baker did not practice. Max Garcia, DeAndre Hopkins, Rondell Moore, Kyler Murray, Jordan Phillips, Justin Pugh. All did not practice. Neither did Jonathan Ward or James Wiggins. Now, Buda is only being listed as a knee injury. They're they, they no longer describing his injury as a concussion, so maybe that means he's cleared concussion protocol, and now he's just dealing with a knee but Rondell Moore is still listed as out with a neck-slash-concussion issue. So again, a lot of guys who did not practice, but one guy did. A.J. Green was activated off the COVID list yeah, today. Yeah, big news for the Cardinals to get A.J. Green back. It's been such a, you know, the last time we saw him was that, uh, that play against the Green Bay Packers, the last game, you know, that uh, that he played in when he didn't turn around. He ended up losing that football game. But I'm, I'm happy that they've activated him from the COVID list. He's got 29 catches, 456 yards, three touchdowns, did not play because of COVID against the 49ers. But welcome addition to get him back. There's so many weapons on this team. Uh, but it was amazing to win that game the way they did last year, not having two of your main weapons of wide out in Hopkins and A.J. Green. Yeah, having A.J. back is is nice given there's uncertainty about Hop. There's uncertainty about Rondell Moore. There's uncertainty about Kyler Murray and whether he's going to play or not. I, I know it's going up against the Carolina Panthers team. It's got a lot of uncertainty themselves at quarterback. But, man, that is a lot of DNPs on a Thursday afternoon for the Cardinals when they release their injury report. It's something we'll keep an eye on. The final injury report will come out tomorrow. There's been a lot of talk about Vance Joseph yesterday. We played some sound bites from Vance when he was on Dave Pash's podcast about how 
picky he would be about looking for his next head coaching job if if indeed he even gets another opportunity to be a head coach. We hope he does. He certainly has earned it with yes, what he's done. I hope so too. Um, but well, I don't want to lose him. But I mean, he's deserving of a head coaching job. Absolutely, but, but I don't want to lose a guy. Kind of like you brought up the really good point yesterday. Kind of like the Rams losing their defensive coordinator yeah, Brandon Staley. Staley. Well earned, but there's no doubt. It hurt them. It's impacted the Rams' defense. I mean, it's just made them not as lethal a unit as they were a year ago. No, the the Cardinals would suffer if if Vance isn't here. I mean, he's just a. I mean, he stepped in, you know, really well when when Cliff couldn't coach and and helped them get that win in uh, in Cleveland. And I'm just a big fan of his. And I so from a personal standpoint, I'd like to see him get a head coaching job. But damn, I don't want to lose the guy because this Cardinals' defense is really good. Vance was asked today about. A lot of this, you know, the future and where he might head and head coaching jobs, but mostly about being here and staying here. And it, maybe this increases the odds that he could stay here because he talks glowingly about why he joined up with Cliff and the relationship the two of them have. I have to leave in Denver. I was looking for a place where I can, you know, just get back to coaching, you know, and, and uh, Cliff obviously, you know, was an offensive first guy and he had a history of scoring points. You know, and as a as a defensive coordinator, I mean, you want a guy who can score points for you, you know. And that was, for me, it was exciting, you know. And I have a chance to fix the defense around a guy who can score thirty points a game, you know. In in, in year three, this was the vision, right? To play great, great defense if we could, and to score thirty points a game, you know. If we can do that, that makes us hard to beat, you know. On you know every week in this league, and that's that's hard to do in this. Here's league. part two to that answer. Just talking to Cliff about his vision for the team and. Um, you know, you know his way of doing things. It was, it was refreshing to hear. You know, a guy. You know, just say. You know, it's going to take time. You know, I got your back. You know, you have mine. Let's make it work. You know, we knew it was going to be hard times. And the first two years, we had some hard times. That first year was really hard. You know, but you know, our our inside joke would always you know be between us. It's like, man, once it's fixed, it's going to be the greatest job they've ever seen. You know, that's our inside joke. You know, and when times got hard the first and second year, that would be our you know our little wink. Just, just calm down, man. Eventually, it's going to be good, and right now, it's getting better and better, and hopefully, it stays that way. That, that was their inside joke. Yeah, it's kind of when it gets when it, you know when we get it going, it's going to be good. Or like that doesn't sound like an inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't sound like much of an inside. Doesn't sound joke. like a very funny one. It sounds like a very hey, don't no, trust us. It'll be because you remember after that first year. There were a lot of questions about whether Vance Joseph yes. would be the guy. Not necessarily from you and I. In fact, I remember you and I both both saying, come on, you got to give this another chance. you got to give this another year to see what happens. You can't go just changing coaches every single year because now, I mean, think about a guy like Buda Baker. He would have been on his whatever different defensive coordinator in however many years he's been in the league. At some point, you have to have some measure of consistency, and obviously the Cardinals are very glad right now they stuck with him. Not that it was ever a chance for them not to, but I'm sure they're glad they're stuck with him. There was a – I'm looking at a story from 2019. Arizona Cardinals. Vance Joseph on the hot seat. Clamber to fire. Defensive coordinator grows. They had a poll in there on, uh, on AZ Central. Do the Cardinals need to make a change at defensive coordinator? They had 56% of the people said yes. 43% said no. 56.3% of the people that responded to the poll, do the Cardinals need to make a change to defensive coordinator Fire Vance Joseph, said yes. The date on that poll question was November 19th, 2019. Basically two years ago. I wanna, I'm curious. I'm going to look real quick. Two I'm years ago. Curious to see what game that was after. Because it wasn't at the end of the season. It was, it was after a game. So what, okay. was, what was the date on that poll question I think again? it was after a... 
a loss to the 49ers. The date of the poll question was November 19th. Okay, on November 17th, they lost to the 49ers. That's the, that's the game. 36 to 26. They gave up 36 points. They gave up 36 points. They. I'm looking at the box score real quick. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, 32 of 45 for 424 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals that day gave up 442 total yards, 26 total first downs. Mm. Uh, six of thirteen on third down for the for the 49ers. Yeah, it was a rough day. Okay, we'll have some fun, and and, and I don't mean to call out these people, but you know they they these are good quality media people. Uh, Blake Allen Murphy, if you bring back Vance Joseph for a second year after this lack of progress and discipline, I don't know what to tell you. Um, Cody Fincher from ninety eight seven FM Arizona Sports Station. You're calling out Cody. They were already in field goal range, and you blitz Buda Baker, leaving the middle of the field open. You just need to keep them out of the end zone. Not sure what Vance is thinking. Jess Root is going to be a bye week coordinator firing. Like the the okay, everybody okay. was out to get everybody was careful, out. Careful, my friend. You can have some old takes exposed oh, on sure, your Twitter I'm account. Sure. All right, I'm just saying. I might get called out for sure. Bear's going to be babysitting you guys for an yeah, hour and a half. Yeah, Cody, Cody's running our show for the last hour and a half. You don't poke the bear. Yeah. He's, he, he's he's responsible for your the buttons that you refuse to push over there. Because you're a pampered talk show host, he's, oh. he's going to be the one responsible for pushing those buttons. Uh. He he might push a button, and you might think you're on the air when you're not, or vice versa. So I'm just don't don't go poking the bear, Gambo. Uh, some go- Whitney Gleese blitzes like that. How Vance Joseph got fired in Denver? Like there was like, but it, that was the. The norm, like there's a lot of people in that first year that didn't yeah, want Vance back. They didn't want him back. That's real knee-jerk stuff. That's kind of in the moment, emotional. Right. You see a team lose as badly as they did. I, I'll, I'll tell you this, and this this came directly from the Cardinals this morning. I took a screen grab of this one. Um, in 2018, before, this, this is the unit that Vance Joseph inherited when he got here. In 2018, the Cardinals were... Uh, 26th in the NFL in points allowed per game. They were 20th in the NFL in yards allowed per game. They were 28th in the NFL in first downs allowed per game. They were 28th in the NFL in takeaways forced per game. Three years later, they're third, fourth, fifth, and third. Now, it doesn't always happen like categories. that. I mean, it's it's not like, hey, a guy has a rough first year, show patience, and by year three, you're going to make the... It, it's like, it, not everybody makes that jump, okay? There's probably less of a chance that you make that jump than more of a chance that you make that jump, okay? So, what Vance has done, and we've talked about how the Cardinals, like, this is the blueprint, they... They also, you know, part of the blueprint is they they kept the coaching staff together. Yeah. Now you're three years of the same coaching staff. It's paid dividends. Texas, your thoughts on the Cardinals, Vance Joseph, in this game coming up against Carolina, the FanDuel text line. It's open for you right now at 620-620. When we come back, former players from the Suns have spoken on behalf of Robert Sarver. We'll get you the update on the latest on that next on the Burns and Gambo Show.